Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, it has been a minute before we had a new podcast, and there's a lot of things that I want to talk to you about. We've done a lot of exciting things over the past couple of weeks, and here are just some of the things that we did. Um, last week, we had our three-day marriage boot camp, which was a blast. It was amazing. We learned a lot of things. And I do plan to do this like once a month. So if you didn't get it this month, no worries. We've got you. We are definitely going to be doing this again because in in this weekend, it's really intense. We're going to learn a lot. But more importantly, you are going to learn how to start taking the shit that's going in the wrong direction, which is your marriage, and turning it around and going in the positive direction so that you can begin to make things better. So look forward to that. I will have a date available sometime within the next two weeks, and I will let you know when the next three-day marriage boot camp is going to be. I also wanted to let you know that next week we are going to be talking about some things that you're going to do to save your marriage. And so next week, I'm really excited about this topic because I think it speaks to a lot of what people are feeling. So next week, we're going to talk about how you're going to stop focusing on your marriage problems and how you are going to do this instead. And in this podcast, I'm going to tell you what the this is that you're going to be doing instead. So look forward to that. This week, however, I think to kind of get us back into that mindset of thinking about what we're going to do to change our marriage, we are going to start talking about how change in your marriage doesn't start with anybody else, but how changing your marriage starts with you. So yes, we are going to be talking about how it all starts with you. You can't say it starts with your spouse, it doesn't start with anybody else, it starts with you. And so in order to talk about how to stop focusing on negative problems next week, we have to talk about this week, what we're gonna do and how change starts with you. And why it's important that you are going to be the catalyst to change the negative dynamics in your marriage at this time so that it can change now instead of waiting years down the road and be like, oh, nothing ever changed. Well, of course it didn't because change starts with who? You. So that is what we're going to do. So the episode that you're going to listen to is an episode that I did earlier, but I think it's a good reminder and with what we're going to talk about next week, I kind of want to remind you that change starts with you. So here is my throwback episode about how changes starts with you so that you can change your marriage. And next week, we are going to talk about how not to focus on your problems in your marriage, but to focus on this instead. And I will tell you what that secret this is next week. So enjoy this week's episode of the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Season 7 of the Music and Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope that you're having an amazing day and that you're enjoying life. I am super excited to be here with you guys today, and we're going to talk about all the things you can do now to save your marriage. I have some amazing things planned for Season 7, and this season, we're going to be talking about actionable things that you can do now. Now, I know before we talked about things you can do, And they were actionable if you did them, but we are going to be more intentional this season. We are going to be more focused on things we could do to save our marriage. I wanted to be so helpful until you listen to an episode and you work on some things and your marriage begins to change and you see differences. So that's what I'm going for in season seven. So this season, I'm going to be doing Facebook Lives 
And we're going to be talking about some of the topics that we talk about in the podcast and any questions that you send me or any questions you may have about marriage and relationships. So if you have not joined the Music and Therapy Facebook group, then I encourage you to join the Facebook group now so that you'll have access to all of the Facebook Lives. Now last season, as we ended season six, we talked about the seven things that you can do now to save your marriage. So as we begin season seven, let's just go over those seven things that you can do now to save your marriage and we're going to do a recap. And then you'll be able to have access to that episode when you click on the link in the show notes. So here we go. Number one, we talk about being authentic, being your authentic self, and being able to be who you really are to gain clarity and purpose. It helps you attract the right people into your life. It helps you to be able to appreciate differences because if you can accept who you are, then you can accept who your spouse is. And it also enhances self-love. And all of this is important because if you're going to love someone else, you have to be able to love yourself. So number one, be your authentic self. Number two, be open to self-reflection. Now, if you're open to self-reflection, it's going to help you to live with more intention. You're going to become more self-aware of your actions and you're going to realize and understand why you do things and you're going to understand what triggers you. So it's going to help you with your marriage. It's going to help you cultivate self-acceptance, help you make sense of daily events and give you a way to track change, challenges and breakthroughs. Number three, understanding your communication style. Yes, absolutely. So when you understand your communication styles, you'll understand there are four basic communication styles. They are passive, they are aggressive, they are assertive, and passive-aggressive. So just having a basic understanding of the communication styles will enable you to be aware of how you speak to your spouse so that you can speak to him or her in a way where they feel valued and not attacked or disregarded. Now remember, this is not an easy thing because it's not always what you say, but it's how you say it. And in season six, we did do an episode on understanding communication styles. So you can go back to season six. And I think it was called the four communication styles and listen to that. And it will give you more insight into communication style that you may be using. Number four, be open to compromise. So I always tell people when you compromise, a compromise is making sure that you are making a fair decision. So that means you get what you want, your spouse get what they want, and that way you both win. A compromise should never be with one person winning, one person losing, because then it's a sacrifice. It's not a compromise. A compromise only occurs when both individuals win and they get what they want. Number five, trust yourself. Trusting yourself in a relationship will build your confidence and it'll make it easier for you to make decisions and reduce your stress level. Number six, admit when you are wrong. Now, regardless of whether the mistake was big or small, admitting when you are wrong and making things right will go a long way in the strengthening of your relationship and rebuilding trust. So remember, in relationships, especially in marriages, you have to admit when you're wrong because it helps to build trust. It's not so much that you made a mistake, we all do, but when you can admit you made a mistake and work on making it better, then that is when trust will really begin to build. And finally, number seven, work on yourself. Did you know that your spouse is not the only person who's responsible for the problems in your relationship? Yeah. Unfortunately, you have also contributed to some of these issues. So when you work on yourself, you literally are removing half of the problem because you're part of the problem too. It's not just him. It's not just her. It can't be. It has to be both of you. So when you work on yourself and do what you need to do, you are actually dealing with half the problem which is you. So working on yourself 
is huge when it comes to saving your marriage and your relationship. Now, these are just seven things that you can do now. And these are a few takeaways from that episode. So if you would like to learn more about the seven things you can do now to improve and save your marriage, then click on the link in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. Now, before we get into this week's topic, we are going to hear a word from one of our sponsors. Hello, this is relationship coach Kiana W. Mitchell, and I would love to invite you to join my signature program called Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself. This is a year-long intensive marriage coaching program that will help you improve your marriage and in the process, improve yourself. In this course, you will discover who you are, what your expectations are for your marriage, and why you act and react the way you do in your marriage. These are just some of the things you will discover about yourself and your marriage during this program. So if you are struggling in your marriage and want to improve your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to be a part of the Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself signature program. I can't wait to see you there. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about why it's important to believe that yes, you can save your marriage. Now, with everything in life, our reality is based off our perceptions. So if you have a perception and feel like it's impossible, I cannot save my marriage, then it's going to be difficult for you to work on saving your marriage because you believe that you can't do it. If you have a yes, I can do it attitude, like yes, I can save my marriage, I just need to work on some things, if we work together, we can get this, we can make it happen, then yes, you're probably going to save your marriage because it's all about your perception and all about your mindset. Now, if you're wondering if your marriage is over or if it's still possible to save it, then there's a possibility that yes, you can save your marriage. Now, I know sometimes it's difficult to try to work on something when you don't know the outcome because you're like, well, what if I work and what if I try and what if I really try to do this, but it doesn't work out? I'll be hurt. I'll be devastated. And that may be true if it doesn't work out. But what if you work on it and it does work out? Then you'd be happy that you tried. And I think that whether your marriage um, is saved or whether it doesn't work out, if you try and you work on it, you'll be happy And you won't have any regret that you put in the effort and time because then you would know for sure that I tried everything I could try, but it's just something we couldn't work past. Or I tried everything I could try and together we were able to make it work. And that's why it's important to have a yes, I can attitude instead of a no, I can't. Because if you believe you can and you work on it, then nine times out of 10 together, you guys can save your marriage. And so that is why it's important to have a yes, I can mindset when it comes to saving your marriage. Now, let me just point out, if your marriage has any type of abuse or if your spouse has become indifferent towards you, your chances of success are very low. So you should never attempt to stay in an abusive or demoralizing relationship unless there is a stop to the abuse first. I always say if there's abuse, you just have to go. Like, there should be no questions about it. You just need to leave. Now, if you guys want to work on it and there's counseling, you should not be together at that point because the abuse might continue. You need to be away and working on the marriage if that's what you choose to do. But I kind of think when it comes to abuse, it's time to just let that go because sometimes abuse is very difficult to work through. And a 
especially if the abuser doesn't change and continues the abuse. So if there's any abuse in the relationship or you're being demeaned or demoralized, then it's important just to let that go. Now, any substance abuse can also be the end of the marriage, but not necessarily if the addict is aware of their problem and work to fix it. So there are some things that will make it really, really, really challenging for you to keep that marriage going. And abuse, um, domestic violence, demoralizing. Um, if anyone's demoralizing you in a relationship or any type of addiction, then it's going to be really hard to make that work. So if you feel like you can't work through that, and I would always advise anyone who's in these type of situations to leave that relationship and to let it go. And that's because your emotional health is at risk. Your emotional safety is at risk. Your physical safety is at risk. So it's important to kind of leave those types of relationships. However, if you are not in a relationship like that and you and your spouse have just grown apart and you're wondering if your marriage is over or if you can still salvage it, then it is important if you're in that situation that you may want to work on your marriage because every person, every marriage, every situation is different. And because of that, it's important to know what your relationship is like and decide to work on it. Now, here are some ways to know whether or not you can save your marriage, okay? If you are tormented about leaving, if you think that you want to leave but the decision is bothering you, it's a sign that you don't want to give up on the marriage. And just the fact that you have a desire to stay or you're giving yourself reasons that you can't leave is a sure sign that you still have enough going for you in a relationship to try to save it, okay? Number two, if you're feeling disrespected. Now, a couple can have problems. They can argue frequently and still respect one another and each other's feelings. But if you feel, if you feel respected in the marriage, your spouse still has feelings for you to the point where they want to make sure you're getting the respect that you deserve. You deserve. So it's a good sign if you feel respected in your relationship. That means that both sides want to work on the relationship and that there's a chance that this marriage can definitely work. If you can't picture yourself without your spouse, yeah, that's another sign that is definitely worth the effort to try to save. Because problems can come up in a marriage and they can make you feel like throwing in the towel. But that may not mean that you're ready to do so. So if you can't picture your life without your spouse, then you have the motivation and the emotion that you need to save your marriage. Number four, you know you aren't the perfect spouse. That's so important especially when you're trying to save the marriage because it's crucial to see the situation from both sides and understand your shortcomings. So if you can recognize and admit that you are not perfect and you're not the perfect spouse, then you have a chance to turn things around because you're admitting that you're not perfect and then you're trying to make things different and make a positive change to be sure that you can save your marriage. Number five, if you feel safe sharing with your spouse, so when you cut off somebody or when you cut someone off emotionally, you're going to be uncomfortable about opening up to them and talking about your thoughts and your feelings. Now, if you feel safe enough with your spouse to share these intimate thoughts and feelings with them, then you still may have feelings, then you still probably have feelings for each other and that will give you a chance to save the marriage. And I think it's important because if you've had questions about whether it's worth saving or not, these are some signs to let you know that yes, it's worth saving, it's worth working on. Because so many times people want to work on things, we want to put forth the effort, but they're afraid because they don't know the outcome. So here are some ways to let you know whether it's worth staying in this relationship. Number six, 
memories are distracting you. So when you find yourself daydreaming and remembering the good times, the things that you used to do, this is the sign that you can save your marriage. Because if you can remember good times, like marriages that are about to totally just break up and implode, the people involved in these marriages, they can't come back with anything good. It's all negative because they kind of rewrote their emotional history and it's all bad. They have only negative thoughts. But if you can look back on your spouse and have some good feelings and good memories, then there's a chance that you guys have a good chance of making this work. If the idea of your spouse moving on makes you sad, yes, then you definitely have a possibility of saving your marriage. Because if you were not in love with your spouse, then you could you could care less if they moved on because you'd be ready to move on too. So it wouldn't be that connection. But if you have that connection and you're sad about them, thinking about them leaving or thinking about your life without them, then yeah, it's definitely worth trying to make that relationship work. Number eight, the idea of a new partner is unrealistic. That is also a sign that you probably need to work on your marriage because if you can't see yourself moving on with a new partner then it lets you know that you still have feelings it's like you can be alone for a long time before you feel ready to be in another relationship but if you're having issues and can't think of a new partner and just can't think of anyone else besides the person that you have then that is definitely a sign that you should save the marriage now I also want to point out when you're looking at saving a marriage, it's important to look at the situation. Now, there are times when you guys could be feeling like you're drifting apart or you feel like you could be strained with each other or things just feeling different. Now, this could happen because of several reasons. Children can change the marriage in lots of ways. Maybe you have a sick relative, like a parent who moved in with you. Maybe someone is without a job. A lot of things in life can happen that will make you feel this way. So if you and your spouse are feeling withdrawn and torn apart and pulled in different directions, maybe it's because of things that are happening outside of the marriage, like just life and not you and your spouse. You get what I'm saying? So it could be things that are happening that's affecting your marriage on the outside, but it may not have anything to do with you and your spouse as individuals or as a couple. Another sign that it is worth saving your marriage is that you're both willing to try. It is so much easier to save or work on a marriage if your partner is willing to work with you. So if you're both willing to try, that shows that neither one of you have given up on the marriage and that you guys are willing to do whatever you need to do to make this work. Another, another sign is that you guys think you can bring back the spark. So if you're not feeling that tingle when you see your spouse, it doesn't necessarily mean that your marriage is over. It just means you need to get your spark back. So it may be worth the effort to try. And you can get your spark back in many ways. You guys could start dating again, sending each other love notes, texts, whatever it is. There are things you can do to bring that spark back. So that's another reason or another way of knowing that, yeah, it's worth the time to put in the effort. Another thing to look at is to see if the problems that you're having are about the relationship or aren't about the relationship. So there are many things that can put stress in your relationship and it may not have to do with you or your spouse. Like I said before, it could be financial, it could be careers, it could be family matters or other life stressors that can severely strain your marriage. So if the problem is an outside factor and it's not really about your feelings toward each other, then yes, definitely. You should be able to work on your marriage and it should be successful with counseling. Another way to tell that you and your spouse 
can make your marriage work is if you still enjoy spending time together. Now, if you enjoy spending time together and if you enjoy going out on dates, you have a good chance of saving your marriage because people who are ready to give up on their marriage, they're not wanting to spend time together. They're always arguing with each other. Spending time is not fun. But if you guys can still do that, then that means there's something worth fighting for and you can still enjoy spending time together. If you and your spouse think of yourselves as a team, then yes, you guys can definitely, you have a good chance of saving your marriage. You still have an active sex life. If you guys are still having sex and you have a good active sex life, then it's a good chance that you can save your marriage. You don't let fights escalate. If you guys are still intentional about trying to not let fights escalate and still realize that you don't want to hurt each other's feelings, then yes, I would say definitely keep working on it. Because yes, you may argue, arguing is normal, and you may have disagreements, but if it doesn't get to a point where it escalates and it's out of control, then yeah, it's definitely worth your time and effort to work on your marriage. And finally, you still make each other smile. Now, if you can continue to smile at each other and you guys can still talk and laugh, then that's a good sign that your marriage is salvageable. So if you look across the room and you see your spouse and it makes you smile or you think about him or her coming home from work and you smile, then it lets you know that you're just going through a rough patch right now. You're just having some issues now, but it's something that can be worked out. And if you work in your marriage, you can definitely make it work. Now that you know some of the signs that your marriage can be saved, it's up to you to make the decision to begin the hard work of saving your marriage. And I wanted to talk to you about these signs because, like I said earlier, it's easier to work towards something if you know that you have a higher probability of making something work. Now remember, nothing in life is guaranteed. I cannot sit here and guarantee that your marriage is going to work. I can't promise you that things are going to work out. But what I can say is that if you try and if you put forth the effort, you have a high percentage and there's a good chance that your marriage will definitely start to improve. So these are just some of the signs that you know that you have a good chance of working on your marriage and improving your relationship so that you will feel motivated to work on your marriage. And now that you know the signs that your marriage can be saved, like I said, it's up to you to begin the hard work of saving your marriage. And that's going to require for you to start doing things differently. See, now that you know you can save your marriage and it can be worked on and that, yes, you can do this, now here comes the work. You're going to have to do things differently. And when I say you're going to have to start doing things differently, I don't mean that your spouse is going to change because they probably won't and they may not. But what I mean is that you are going to have to be the agent of changing your marriage. When you know things, when you now that you understand what you have and what you can do and maybe how things can be better, you're going to have to start the change. The change is going to have to start with you. I know it's hard to do, but the only person that you can change is yourself. So it only makes sense that you start to change your behavior. Marriage is hard work, but I promise you that if you put the work in, then you will begin to see positive things change in your marriage. The song that we're going to listen to today is called The Same Old Thing, and it is about a woman who is doing the same thing over and over and over again in her marriage and wondering why things aren't getting any better in her marriage. So here's the song, The Same Old Thing. Somebody please tell me why 
podcast i would like to thank you so much for being here with me today i absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as i love spending time with you i encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.